Hello, everyone, and welcome to Squad Zero, a podcast about staying connected and sharing life with friends. I'm your host, Nate Hawkins. Uh, we're recording this on uh, Sunday, January 24th, 2021, and uh, dressed to the nines is my special guest star, uh, Noah Johnson. Uh, you're too kind. Yeah. You're pretty You're pretty snazzy there, too. Thank you. Thank you. We're both in our Sunday best uh, just for the... Just for the episode, just for you guys. Um, Noah, is this your first time on a podcast before? Uh, technically, no, because I've been yeah. on like some other podcast, but very minimal uh, for work stuff, explaining family history and such. Oh, cool. So you're kind of experienced in this. Uh, I would say I'm somewhat experienced. <laughs> I'm more experienced than other people who have been on, but not as experienced <laughs> as you would hope. <laughs> Okay, we'll take it. On this podcast, we love any experience you might have. So, um, Noah, we're going to play a little game to introduce yourself. I'm going to say a statement, and then you tell me on a scale of 1 to 10 how true that is. Okay? Okay. So, I'm going to... So, like, just here's an easy one. Tallest squad member. 10. 10. Okay, there you go. You got the game. (laughs) Okay. Can't... uh, You can fix any problem my computer has. 9.5. 9.5. 9.5. 9.5. Some problems. What if I had a Mac? 10. 10. Yeah, 10. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that there are some problems out of reach. Um, for example, if you uh, have completely destroyed your computer, then there's no way I'm bringing it back. But if it's software related, I, I'm pretty confident. Okay. So if the computer's still intact, you can yeah. probably Software, don't. probably 10. Hardware, 8. Average it out at a 9. Put up it a little bit more because I'm pretty confident in the software. He's pretty good, yes. Okay, um, professional level drummer. I'll give myself a seven. Mm. I, I, I haven't played for a while. Yeah. It's been a while since I've uh, played some Brasilia yeah. or, or jammed out. Yeah. But I, I still think I would get it. Yeah, you're pretty good. Uh, board game fanatic. Yeah, ten. Ten. I, I'll, I'll give myself a ten there. <laughs> okay. Uh, wants to live in Utah in the future. Ten. Ten. Yeah. I used to want to move out, but now I'm just like... There's so many tech jobs here, and I love the snow, mm-hmm. love the mountains. Mm-hmm. Don't want to leave. Don't want to leave. What's there to live Love the for? fam. Fam's great. Fam is also great. Uh, let's see. Okay, I'm just going to... I'm pretty sure this is right. Favorite movie, Avengers? Uh, okay, so favorite movie gets really complicated yeah. because I have lots of favorite movies. It kind of depends on the mood I'm in. Okay. But, you know, for sake of just... I could always watch it. Yeah, Avengers... Okay, so, so oh, from yes, one to yeah. ten, I would say probably a seven again. Seven. Yeah. Okay, it's not one hundred percent true, but yeah. there's some truth to it. Yes. Okay. Uh, favorite superhero, Iron Man. Ten. Especially ten. now. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, pre-machine insertion into your chest. Will you also? Would you have been a ten? Probably like an eight. Okay. I still liked him. He was still a. Uh, very techie guy, but uh-huh. now I feel like I relate to him on a personal level now. I see. I see. You have that special connection. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's uh, not shrapnel, but it, it's close. <laughs> so who was who besides Iron Man was competing for your favorite superhero? Uh, Ooh. Before when when if so if Iron Man was an eight before maybe there was someone else who kind of had your eye. Yeah, I think before. There was probably, like, it depended on the day that you would ask me. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes, like, oh, yeah, Captain America, let's go, 
Black Panther's pretty awesome. Like, there's all, like, these other ones. So I would probably say Iron Man was still, like, probably in the front. But right now I can say with a certainty. With a certainty. Yeah. A 10. Okay, well, great. I I hope our listeners kind of have a better idea who you are. Uh, Why don't you just give us a little quick life update. What are you and Corinne up to? So work. Yeah. So I'm in the information systems program at BYU. That's right. Learn about business and technology. Smart guy. It's been awesome. It's kind of crazy. We just do a lot of projects and we have a team that we work on through with the entire semester. So it's pretty time consuming. Yeah. Also, I'm an AIS officer. That's the association of information systems. Uh And I'm the vice president of technology. Wow. So I'm in charge of running Tech Talks, where we talk about technology and career paths for all the IS students. Oh, so you are a podcast champ. Well, a Tech Talk? A Tech Talk. So we start in a couple weeks where I'll be running it. Oh, uh, okay. It technically is a Zoom meeting. Okay. But it's it's close. It's similar. Yeah, where we just talk about it. And I might actually do some like recordings and stuff. I'm, I'm putting together some resources for all the IS people. Cool. cool. Uh, Corinne is teaching kindergarten, which, yes. funny story, I went in and helped her like a week and a half ago. Yeah. And after about 40 minutes of being with the kids, I was exhausted. So I don't know how she does it every day. Yeah. <laughs> it is tiring. In my defense, I was like sitting on the floor, but still. Yeah. Uh, she's a champ. And she's amazing. And so she's really enjoying teaching kindergarten part-time up in Lehigh. Good. Good. Glad to hear it. Corinne is just laughing when Noah was telling how tired he was. Exhausted. Yeah. <clears throat> Brutal. Very impressive, Corinne. Um, cool. Uh, what's something you're proud of? that you did in 2020 or just something cool that you, uh, a project or, or something cool you accomplished, uh, last year. You know, I'm pretty proud of uh, survival. Mm, yes. <laughs> so. Yes. We are all proud <laughs> of you great. for that one. It's great to survive. But, um, other than that, I think getting into IS, the, IS the program? program at BYU mm-hmm. definitely was like what I've been working for. Like there was always the mission and the next step was IS. I always sure. wanted to do that. So Getting back and scheduling out my entire schedule with no backup plan. Like, if I didn't get in, I didn't know what I was going to do. So making it in. And then I think also being accepted as an AIS officer has been really cool. Just to, like, completely devote myself to AIS and be part of the system and know the teachers more. So I'm really excited um, for this next year. That's awesome. What is... what? So is AIS, is that ran through BYU or... Yeah, it's like a BYU club. Cool. But it's... Working with a lot of the teachers there and stuff yeah. at the Marriott School. Cool. Very cool. Well, we're proud of you, too. Um, what is your favorite... Um, did you read a lot last year? No? Yes? Uh, yeah. Okay. What's, what's your favorite book that you read last year? So, I would say it's more of a book series. I finally got into the Stormlight Archive oh. by Brandon Sanderson. Oh, so, dude. Yeah. So good. <laughs> so I'm reading read, number four right now. Okay. Then no spoiler, but it's fantastic. Okay. And I'm yeah. super excited for number five. Corinne gets to hear about it all the time, which she loves. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I talk about Brandon Sanderson a lot. Uh-huh. I kind of went on a huge binge of reading all four Star and Light archives. I just finished oh, the Mystery so Trilogy. So, I just uh-huh. I read some of his other books. All sorts of things. But definitely those. That was the highlight of reading yeah. all four of them in about a month and a half. That's crazy. So it that was... Okay, I thought I was fast because I started them in uh september i think mm-hmm. and i'm like halfway done with the fourth which i thought was pretty quick but if you did a month and a half that's crazy well i started did uh, you ebook it or did you actually read it? i ebook it because okay. i read a lot in like bed holding yeah. it and that would be kind of brutal with a massive book at night yeah. so it's uh, pretty quick. 
But I started about the end of September, right after I went to the hospital. I think right after that, I started reading and I wanted to read all three of them before the fourth one came out and Mm -hmm. I got it. So then like I read it and then I finished and then I read the novella the day after and then the next book came out and I read that one in Mm -hmm. about a week. So you want to be lit is after I finish the fourth one, if like me, you, and I know James has read it and whoever else has read it, we just get together. Special squad zero. Yeah. Yeah. Special edition, bonus episode, just chat about all things Stormlight. Yes, that would be wonderful. Okay, dope. Book it for your calendars, people. Uh, okay, how about favorite movie? <laughs> for all those people that have no idea what it is, <laughs> good luck. The <laughs> thing is, everyone who would possibly even want to listen to it would is be the, in... The three yeah. of us. <laughs> <laughs> so, that episode will get like four plays. <laughs> By the way, who keeps on listening to the first episode? <laughs> Somehow it keeps on getting more listens, and uh, but they don't listen to the other episodes. Yeah, it's just James's alluring nature. I yeah, think, that gets gets more views. I guess. I bet James is proselyting the Squad Zero to like people at Utah State. Yeah, yeah, it would be a pretty good resume builder. Yeah, he just sends it in with like internship applications. <laughs> I think a Squad Zero podcast could be on like a mutual page too. Just listen oh, to this, yeah. and you'll know everything you need to know about me. That's true. Yeah. Instead of, like, reading a bio, just, hey, listen to this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, how about favorite movie you watched in 2020? Ooh, favorite movie. How about you pause it? Let me think for one second so it's not... Okay, so uh, we paused the episode for, like, a minute so Noah could think through all the millions of movies he's seen this year, and he thinks he probably has an answer with help from Corinne. Yes. Um, I think this year was kind of hard because for me, I love going to the movie theater. Mm. For me, I'm a movie theater person. It's such a movie theater. IMAX, opening night, in the recliners, mm. luxury, big old thing of popcorn. popcorn. And for me, that's like part of the movie theater experience. So I remember movies more when I like go there. Right. But this year there was a lot of direct to streaming and just with all the craziness. And so we went to the theater a couple times, but I would say in the theaters, my favorite movie was Tenet mm. by Christopher Nolan. Awesome. Just big. You have to watch it a couple times to understand it, but it's a lot of fun. Spy action thriller with a twist on time. So Mm. I really enjoyed that one. And that was just a great movie theater going experience. But I would say my favorite movie was Soul, the new Pixar movie that came out on Christmas. Uh, Fantastic. I've already seen it twice. I've always loved what the director has done in the past. For those of you who don't know, he's done Monsters, Inc., Up, Inside Out. So like all of the ones that will make you cry... All of those classics, he's done. It. So, yeah. Mm. Pete Doctor, great Pete guy. Doctor. And so he kind of did Soul as a, not a sequel, but a companion film to Inside Out. Instead of exploring mm. emotions, you explore the human soul. And I Interesting. think there's a lot of good, good, almost doctrine. Like, there's oh, yeah, so many good up. points you can pull out of it. So, if you haven't seen it, 10 out of 10, would recommend. It's on Disney Plus. If you don't have Disney Plus, uh, message me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think later on the episode we'll be giving out uh, Noah's username and password so stay Uh, tuned (laughs) whatever gets the viewers social security card as well Um, yeah Soul I thought Soul was great like uh, it seemed well A the like the doctrine of the great before right the pre-mortal life but also uh, it just seemed it seemed like a like a Pixar for adults Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like it was like a very deep movie I don't think it would really capture the attention of many like five to four to ten year olds yeah. really but like for an adult i was like wow yeah wow like we watched it with my niece and nephew and they enjoyed it but yeah it's like oh it's just 
fun to watch. It's yeah. kind of like Inside Out. It's fun to watch. And they do use Inside Out to help with like kid psychology, but there's just the extra added bonus of mm-hmm. for adults. It's like even more extra powerful. layer. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> cool. Uh, okay. So that's a 2020 recap. 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 <laughs> 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 that's pretty much what 2020 was like. uh oh by the way i heard a theory about 2020 that a it won't end until the anniversary of the death of kobe bryant because that's when it began uh so still we are still in 2020 and b 2020 won't end until we have the 2020 olympics which are still gonna be called oh. the 2020 olympics <laughs> yeah. but in july so uh yeah Anyways, well, if, if it even happens, so. Yeah. Okay, uh, what's a goal you have for 2021 or just some kind of project or something you're excited about? Um, so I'm applying to the master's program mm. in information systems, the master's of information system management. MISM. MISM, yep. And so I would say that's like my main thing I want to accomplish this year. Uh, I have a lot of different side projects that I want to do. Uh, Working on, like, I want to get an internship for this summer, working as a software developer. Mm-hmm. And so those are a lot of, like, the work and school things. And then uh, personally, I just want to keep a journal, remember all of, like, what we did last year, what we're doing this year, and and not forget these memorable times. Cool. Cool. You heard that, everyone. Hold him accountable for that journal. Text him daily, please. Please. Listeners. Do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, you ready to play some games? Yeah. Great. Uh, our first... Oh, crap. Okay, just a sec. I forgot to pull up my sound effects. By the way, if anyone wants to be a like a producer, uh, we need one. In- All right, and after some technical difficulties, we are back with Get Your Get the Goat. Aha. <laughs> okay, and uh, everyone knows the rules of the game. Actually, okay, quick asterisk. Last week we said Dave had 165. It was confirmed that he did not have 165. <laughs> he had 174. So uh, with Dave's consent, we've gone ahead and moved Sylvia up to 175 because she would have bet whatever it took to get more. So Sylvia's in first with 175, then Dave with 174, and then James with 145? No one knows. Okay. 145. <laughs> okay, so... I will say I am in the process of creating a leaderboard for this, but... It's coming. Yes, pending uh, leaderboard app, right? Yes. That's right. Okay, we're excited for that. Uh, okay, uh, you have 100 chips. You know the rules, right? Yep. Great. <clears throat> so uh, this uh, is a little bit... Actually, this is very Nojo-themed kind oh. of questions, okay? I was on IMDb all morning. Oh, gosh. So, <laughs> this is a problem, though, because I... Okay, yeah. Do you have beef with IMDb? No, I don't have beef with IMDb. Okay, okay. And I wouldn't say now, because it's got to save it for the correct segment. Don't give it away, no joke. Okay, okay, guys, we're doing who got your beef. <laughs> I actually had no idea. I just assumed. Okay, uh, first question. Uh, okay, so I was looking at the list of top all-time grossing movies uh, according to IMDb. Okay. And uh, so the list of top 50 or whatever. Okay, where does Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers rank on all-time highest growing, highest grossing movies? Do you think it is higher or lower than 10? Oh, it's so lower meaning it's one through ten. No, higher meaning it's one through ten. So a you, higher ranking would be like number one is okay. the highest ranking, and the Shot lowest rank- redemption, by the way. But <laughs> is it? Yeah, it should be. Oh. Unless it got overthrown. Okay, um, I know that the Return of the King has the highest ranking. 
Uh, Fellowship of the Ring, I'm pretty sure, has the second, like, I'm not saying the highest ranking in IMDb. Two Towers is the lowest ranked, I believe, on IMDb of the three. I just can't remember. No, I'm talking about grossing. Grossing? Highest grossing. Ah, grossing, not ranked, yeah, like, yeah. user ratings. No, 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 like, which film made the most money? Ah, okay, okay. Which is why I was a little bit surprised you said Shawshank Redemption, because no, 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 I was Shawshank like, Redemption is number one on user ratings. Okay, okay. IMDb, so. Okay, okay. I'll go okay. on the same page here. Yeah, I was going based on user ratings. I just disagreed with the movie, man. Okay, uh, ranking movies. Uh, no, no, highest grossing. Yeah, yeah. grossing movies, yeah. okay. the rank of highest grossing. Yes. Lower meaning that it grossed less than <laughs> yes. the number 10. Yes. And higher meaning it grossed more than the number 10. I'm just going to go 30 chips lower. 30 chips lower and let's see. Hey, okay, you got it. <laughs> is it like, it's in the top 25? Maybe? It's 12. Okay. It's 12. Yeah. Actually, uh, Return of the King was uh, number 10. Okay. Uh, do you know what number one is? Uh, highest grossing? Yeah. Uh, not adjusted for inflation, right? Uh, and is this not adjusted for domestic? Uh, looks like domestic. It <laughs> <laughs> looks like domestic, and I don't think it's adjusted for inflation. Uh, domestic, not adjusted for inflation. Unless it was so domestic, it's kind of weird because I know uh, global or whatever. But is it still Star Wars: The Force Awakens? It's not. Is it Endgame? It's Endgame. Okay. Those domestically, it was kind of like going. It was, it was all over the place. So yeah. Mm. Well, I would encourage people to look up this list because it's very interesting. And uh, you have 130 chips, my friend. And the next question is the same list. Um, same list. How many uh, Pixar films are in the top 25 for all-time grossing films? Okay. And your over-under is four. Uh, there are... I'm going 30 chips. There are more. 30 chips for more. And let's take a look. You are right. Good job. There are six uh, in the top 25 all time, which I thought was interesting. Mm -hmm. Toy Story 3. Yep. Is the number one, I believe. Yeah, that's list. right. Wow. <laughs> that is actually number six all yeah, time. It is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else? Uh, there was, I'm pretty sure, is Toy Story 2 on there as well? It's not. No. Okay. Not in the top 25. I'm um, sure it's somewhere on here. I'm trying to remember because it's kind of hard to... <sighs> on top 25... I'm trying to like run through. Oh, Incredibles 2. Actually, I should not on here. It should be on there. It's one of the top oh, grossing well, movies. Oh, well, I think this list was made in 2019. Oh, okay. Well, it's one of the top grossing movies <laughs> of all time now, so. <laughs> okay, well, I'll just tell you the other ones. Uh, we have Finding Nemo, oh, yes. Inside Out, yep. um, Up, Up, Monsters Inc., and Wally. Which I didn't really like Wally that much, but made a lot of money. Okay, you're at 160 chips. You're doing great, my friend. How many more do we have? Uh, three more. Oh, cool. Okay, so uh, I looked at a list made in 2016, okay. mind you, <laughs> also from IMDb, of the top, oh, okay, of the actors that have made the most money off of their films. Okay. Okay. Uh, according to IMDb, made in 2016. Okay. Yeah. And this is a top uh, 50 list. Anyone can go look it up and check my facts. But, uh, okay. When, okay, uh, what is the ranking of the first woman on the list? And your number is eight. 
So over would be that she's made more than that number eight slot. Yes. Under is less. Yes. Just like before. Okay. Um, I think that it's under for 30 chips. Under for 30 chips, meaning you think she is less. ranks nine through yes. whatever. Okay. Uh, let's see. Right again. Dude, you are killing it. 190. I need harder questions. Maybe. <laughs> she uh, did go with IMDb lists, which is what I usually read at school for fun. Just uh, so. Maybe I should. <laughs> Not these lists, actually. I don't know the exact. I, I've never read all these lists, but I, I do like IMDb. So. It's uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yes. Yep. Uh, that's who I would guess. Is number one still, well, in 2016. Who do you think? Uh, I know Robert Downey Jr. is up there quite a bit. But I don't know if in 2016... He was number he would, five on this list okay. in 2016. He's probably moved up because with from 2016 Endgame. now, yeah. and Endgame, he got a huge chunk of change. Uh, who do you think's number one? Uh, probably... Oh, it depends because it's 2016. Maybe Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh, Harrison Ford, actually. Harrison Ford, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> I know for a fact you have not read on this next question. Okay. So, how many nojos could you fit between Utah and Sao Paulo? Okay. <laughs> Your number is 5 million. Like, so if you were, like, laying down, mm-hmm. how many, yeah. How, do I have two more? Yeah, you have this one and one more. And you're already in first place, so with 190. Okay, I am going to go under for 20 chips. Okay, so less than 5 million nojos. Yes. Okay. You're right. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it would take 4,816,964 nojos to span Utah. Not sure what place in Utah. Probably Salt Lake. Yeah, I was To uh, Sao Paulo. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I definitely did not read that one. No, no. Not one you can't find on the internet. <laughs> you have to look at my search history. <laughs> okay. Did you actually Google that? How many no-jos? No, I took the distance and converted defeat and then divided by the number. You must be like a stats major or something. Yeah, something like that. Okay, so uh, final question. How many no-jos between us and the moon? Okay. And uh, your over-under is 500 million. Just stacked on top of each other, assuming you are six foot seven. Okay, I'm gonna go 20 chips over. 20 chips over, let's take a look. Oh, oh man, you couldn't be perfect. No. That puts you back down to 190, I think. I'm gonna write it down. I, I, I think it is. Yep. 190. 190, okay. It would take 178,693,416 no Joes, and that was exact. There was no decimal place. <laughs> I'm glad the math is so simple. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> no joke should be a new unit of measurement. Yeah, it's like six, six foot seven divided perfectly into the number of inches between here to the moon. <laughs> and when the moon is at its closest. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, 178 million nojos, uh, but congratulations, my friend. You uh, are in first place with 190. Nice. All I want is podium, so I think I've uh, secured a decent chance at that. Yeah, you could. Uh, that's going to be tough for anyone to beat, honestly. Uh, okay, next segment. We are now moving on to Who's Got Your Beef? Presented by Peterson Farms. All right, Noah. Tell us uh, who's got your beef and how much of it they have. 
So honestly, I don't have that much beef with with anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty chill. I will just pretty say, chill, out of uh, any squad member, the only moment I can remember being truly upset with someone mm-hmm. was I think it was junior or senior year, and me and Jason were playing Rocket League at about midnight. <laughs> okay. And we've been playing for a while, and we always we had to end on the win, of course. You got it. No, no. So it's about one thirty in the or no, it's about one in the morning at this sure. point. And we had been on a losing streak, but we finally won one. And I just wanted to end there, but Jason said, "Let's just go one more." I thought, <laughs> "All right, let's just go one more." And it took us about another hour and a half to beat it. You're kidding me. Yeah, it was a brutal night. I don't know who was on at one thirty in the morning, but they were. They were some tough competition, and we were really tired, and so we were playing, and we finally won, and I remember I just, like, threw the controller, I'm like, okay, good night, see ya. <laughs> so you have beef with James or with the people that were up at 1.30 in the morning? You know, I think more of the people that were up at 1.30 in the morning playing Rocket League that were better. You did that I, to yourself, though, because no one who's crappy plays at 1.30 in the morning. That's true. I, I understand that now. I think I had a little bit of beef with Jason until I woke up, and I was like... It's fun. It was super fun, and it's one of the best memories of uh, oh. Rocket League. So. so, not much beef? No, not much beef. If you had to relate it to a food, what kind of food? Uh, like, one little bit of beef inside of a nice big bowl of feijoada. Ah, okay. We like okay. that. Okay, well, um, I actually... Oh, oh, one more thing. Yeah, sure, sir. I will say, outside of squad, I definitely don't have any beef with you. Yeah. No beef. Let's go. Um... I would say outside, definitely the beef that I've had almost my whole life is like, I'm definitely an Apple fanboy, so mm. got beef sometimes with other <laughs> other platforms when they do things. So for example, like Samsung, when they want to do the same thing or uh-huh. uh, all sorts of things, but I, I've actually come over, I, I haven't, I'm not, there's not as much beef anymore. I see. So, Your loyalty runs deep. My loyalty does run deep with Apple and... <laughs> I definitely used to have a lot more beef with other companies, but it's just a small, small little quarter pounder, maybe. If I gave you, like, a Samsung tablet, yeah. would you use it or would you sell it immediately? Uh, I would find a use for it. You I would, would probably turn it into, I might install a camera on the outside of our house and then put it as, like, a picture frame because we don't have any windows, so then Rin could see if it was snowing or not. That would be cool. <laughs> okay. Just off the top of my head, that's the project I would He'd do use it, it as a window. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like some beef to me. Yeah. Uh, great. I don't, actually don't have any beef this week. So uh, that concludes this week's segment of Who's Got Your Beef? Thank you, Peterson Farms. <laughs> All right, no joke. <clears throat> Time for your game. We're going to play a game that is suited to your strengths, as evidenced by... Um, by uh, Get the Goat, where you got all three of those, right? So... Um, we're going to play an IMDb game where I tell you an actor and you have to tell me three other movies that they're in besides the one that I know them for. Okay. Okay. So we'll see how deep your knowledge runs. So we'll start with someone uh, who I think is, I mean, this is going to be a little bit easier, but we'll start with Chris Hemsworth. Okay. Can you tell me three other movies that Chris Hemsworth has been in and I'm on IMDb to check? Three movies that Chris Hemsworth has been in. Besides, outside of Marvel. Outside of Marvel. Yeah. Okay. Um... This is going to take me just a second. He was in... He was in a war movie. I cannot remember the name of it right now. It's so hard because you get there like... When you try to envision them, you just... You only see him as Thor. Mm -hmm. It's Thor. Yeah. 
Actually, I'm looking at the movies list of other movies he's in. I've only seen one of these. Yeah, there really there is not many movies that he is in that are there's uh just for my sake, will you tell me there's like there should be a war movie decently up there. Mm. I think about is it like 147 hours or something? I can't remember. I don't know. Honestly, Chris Hemsworth, I, at this point in time, cannot think of a movie that he is in right. outside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, you lose, then. Yes, because... I definitely lost here. <laughs> Men in Black. Oh, Men in Black, duh. Men in Black. Okay, let's go... Uh... <laughs> I like how you only have one that yeah. you can list. <laughs> I haven't even seen that new Men in Black. <laughs> I'm looking at the list, and I only know one of them. Okay, okay, that one was dumb. Here we go. <clears throat> uh, Robert Downey Jr., Three movies outside of Marvel. Three three non-Marvel movies that okay. he is in. Sherlock Holmes. Kep. Technically, Sherlock Holmes is a game of shadow, but I'm not going to... Like, the second one. Okay, if you need it, you can use it. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, he has also been in... Oh, what's that name? He was in Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> yep, yep, okay. Very <laughs> oh, good. Man. Uh, that I feel like I'm scraping the bottom of a barrel that I shouldn't have to get to the bottom of. Because he was in a lot of movies, like older movies, and then he had his resurgence in the Marvel years, and now is starting to... His first acting job outside of that was Dr. Doolittle. Um, at this point, I'm just going to use uh, Sherlock Holmes 2. You could probably tell me a movie, and then I'm going to remember it. Okay. Uh, I don't know any of these... That I'm looking at. Yeah, the old movies that he's in are a lot of like drama R-rated movies huh. of the past, and they're they're yeah. Okay, <laughs> how about let's see, let's test your knowledge. How about um? Okay, just give me one other movie. Okay, first of all, Mark uh, Ruffalo. Okay, mm-hmm. Spotlight. Spotlight. Yeah. Okay, uh, can you tell our users who uh, Mark Ruffalo is? Mark Ruffalo? Ruffalo. That's he right. is Hulk. In the second Hulk, not Edward Norton, who was in The Incredible Hulk. Ruffalo Buffalo. Yeah, but he was recast in, uh, he was the new Hulk in uh, Once Avengers Hit. So okay. he was in Spotlight, uh, which is a movie, very interesting movie. He was in Now You See Me. Oh, that's right. I didn't even think of that. Now You See Me too. He was in... Uh, He's been doing, like, a lot of dramas lately. Lots of very interesting ones. I'm trying to remember the other one that just came out that he was in. It was a very big ensemble cast. That's why I'm trying to remember. But, and he was in Now You See Me too. technically. There you go. That's three movies. There, there is three movies. I'm using sequels way too much. I'm almost ashamed. No, that's okay. You're better than I could do. <clears throat> okay, how about... Okay, this one. Uh, Tom Hiddleston. Mm-hmm. Who does he play? Loki. Loki. Okay, do you know a single other movie he's in? I do. Well, I'm let's hear it. Remember then. it. I don't. I don't recognize any of these. Oh, actually, I have seen that one. As you can tell, Marvel Cinematic actors usually kind of get dropped into these roles, and then they don't have many other roles. Until well, they... I feel like most of these guys. This has been what they've been doing for the last five or six years. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Well. Tom Hiddleston will have a Loki TV show soon. Um, ah, we like that. So Loki TV miniseries is episode one, two, three, four, five, and six. Should be coming out in May, <laughs> according to IMDb. Yeah. Uh, okay, you give up? Yeah. 
Uh, he's in Kong Skull Island. Ah, oh, yes, he is. Great movie, actually. I didn't know that, but I have seen it. Okay, uh, let's do one more. As you can tell, I'm not doing so good. I, I did a lot better on the rankings. You did very well on the rankings. Okay, I'm just going to tell you... Let's see. I'm just going to give you a rando actor, and you tell me uh, what role they played. Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, that's Pepper Potts. Okay, too easy. <laughs> How about, I don't even know what this guy is in the movie. Clark Gregg. Oh, that's uh, Coulson. Who's that? <laughs> Agent Coulson. Mm. He's uh, Phil. Uh, Phil Coulson. He's uh, in like... Phil. Phil in uh, Avengers and in Thor. And he had an entire TV show, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that he was the main actor for. Okay, well... He was uh, also in Captain Marvel. Okay, it's <laughs> okay last one. <laughs> Maximiliano Hernandez. Uh... And this is a Marvel movie. Uh-huh. I just Googled uh, Avengers cast, and he came up next to uh, Lou Ferrigno. Ferrigno. Yeah. Lou Ferrigno. He's the old Hulk. He's the, Yeah, well, it came up. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm just... Okay, well, I've never heard of this character that he plays. But... Uh, he could play... Oh, I recognize him now. Is he an Ant-Man? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Okay, I don't know. Okay, he is, uh, oh, Jasper Sitwell. Oh, okay. I know who he is now. Yep. The guy with the glasses. Yep. That gets thrown out of a car in Winter Soldier. Okay. Well, I think we can all agree that was very impressive. And uh, with that, we'll stop uh, the IMDb game and hear a short word from our sponsors. Are you sick and tired of buying crappy local frozen food from your local grocer? Look no further than Allison's Pantry. It's delicious. It's frozen. It's restaurant quality. And you can order it just by calling today. Allison's Pantry! Yeah! All right. After that word from our wonderful sponsor, Allison's Pantry, uh, we will uh, get back to the show. Uh, just a couple more questions for you, Nojo. Um, well, actually, let's uh, do our rabbit hole of the week which is a new segment where we explore something uh, niche that no one really knows much about except for uh, the person who is on. So today, Nojo is going to take us down a rabbit hole, um, and the time is yours, Nojo. Awesome. Well, uh, the rabbit hole of this week is something that I learned this week in school, which I've learned before, but we kind of went more in-depth into it, and I'm going to try to simplify it because it's a pretty complex topic, Yes, but it is the reason that we have modern internet and why we can do a lot of what we do. Very important. Everything from logging into Facebook to making a purchase on Amazon. Uh, It's the evolution of cryptology and encryption and decryption. So basically, it's how do you send a private message over the internet? Because in the past, you would have a lot of different methods of cryptology. For example, you could just shift the letters by like three. That was like the Caesar uh, cipher. And so there was a lot of different ways of doing this. But in order to do it, you would have to have a key, send it to someone. They would have to have that exact same key. Mm. And then you would do a message, encrypt it, send it to that person. With that key, they could decrypt it and get that message back. So then anyone that intercepts it in the middle doesn't understand it. They don't have the decoder. Yeah. But now in a modern society, the internet, there's always someone in the middle. 
there's an internet service provider, there's uh, honestly like even the government, like anyone can intercept communications that's not encrypted. And so even if you tried to send a key from one person to the other, a middleman would get it. And then if you sent any encrypted message, they could still decrypt it. Mm. So how do you send a key to someone or how do two people have the same key without ever having sent it is the whole question of when the internet was coming about. How do you make a purchase without someone else getting my credit card information? I have no idea. So I know sometimes I have a little lock. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. You and buy so, something that's got the lock on mm-hmm. it. And so what that lock means is it's encrypted and it's through a standard that takes usually like six to ten years to finalize hmm. and they have to choose it and everything. And so the way that they do it now is that each side has a public and a private key. The private key you don't have to send to the other person. Everyone has their own. And there could be like multiple for so like Facebook. And so what happens... Like every company has their own key. Yeah, and each person like... When you have an account on somewhere, you have a private key. Mm. And so when you send a message, you use this public key that anyone can have knowledge for. And it's really easy to encrypt a message using this public key. And then you send it to the other person and they decrypt it using their private key. Mm. That private key is different than your private key. You never had to send it over. But because of the mathematical way that they do it, then that person can get your message that you sent that you encrypted with your public key. But for someone in the middle to take that message you sent and try to decrypt it just by like using uh, software or mm-hmm. using all the computers in the entire world, it would still take hundreds of thousands of years. Really? To decrypt, yeah. Wow. So it's really so you got to have the code. Yeah. It's just, it's a super interesting way of how modern computing can work and how we can have an infrastructure like the internet mm-hmm. uh, work where we still have privacy, even with the, the way that everything can be intercepted. Interesting. So. so you have a, everyone has a public and a private. You send it using the public yeah, so and you, you decrypt other people's stuff with your private key. Correct. So like everything like iMessage is encrypted. So like SMS mm. is not encrypted. It just is sent. So like if someone gets it in the middle, they Anyone can usually, can see it. they usually can see it. Yeah. Mm. So, but with this iMessage, let's say you send a text message, yeah. you send it. There's using a public, my public key. key. Yeah. Oh. There's a public key that will encrypt it. But unless I have my private key, someone in the middle won't be able to decrypt it, hmm. which is why even Apple technically, like when the government subpoenas them, they can't decrypt it because they're like, no, well, we don't have that. So that's cool. Um, what is, so <clears throat> you said it'd take hundred millions of years if you didn't have the, yeah, for like a normal computer, it would take, what if you had one, like, one statistic was it would take the lifetime of the universe to decrypt. It's a long or time. More, so it's a long time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what about like, uh, like these, like, what do they call them, like nanocomputers or whatever, like the supercomputers or uh, quantum... Yeah, whatever. quantum computing. Quantum computing. So would that of, take a quicker, It would take faster, but it would be a lot faster. Um, that's where the next step in encryption will be, is that with quantum computers and being able to do so many processes per second, then how fast will you be able to decrypt this once these computers are more common? As of right now, it's still not a problem. Right. Um, even with quantum computers, it's still a very uh, secure algorithm and a secure way of encrypting things. But right now, they are in a new phase of they usually go through hundreds of different teams and you have to come up with a whole proposal, propose it to the government, like do all of these things to become the new standard. So they're in the process of doing that. And so it'll be interesting to see how they have to adapt as computing power gets more and as hackers get these ways of going in and that's where Tanner Reeves will also come into play because he's going into cybersecurity so he'll be able to back me up on a 
any facts I may have mistaken. When out of boy, Tanner. So. You are the future of cryptology. <clears throat> he, he's doing more cryptology. I just know kind of the basics of how it works yeah. and how to implement it into yeah. a system, but I never have to like come up with that stuff. Tanner's so. going to spend hundreds of millions of years uh, decoding. Yep. Great. Um, and with that, uh, thank you for that uh, uh, rabbit hole. Very interesting. And that was presented by your local rabbits. So, um, Noah, what is a favorite memory from doing something fun in high school? So, I would say one of my favorite memories of high school is Tiger Rock Cafe. Oh, anytime Tiger I think, Rock Cafe. Anytime I think of Tiger Rock Cafe, I still, like, when my oh, sister was in high school, I'm like, did you go to Tiger Rock Cafe today? And she was just like, what are you even talking about? I'm like, Tiger Rock Cafe, <laughs> best restaurant with the decentest food. I would it depends say, on the day. Okay, yeah. What was your favorite day? From Tiger mm. Rock Cafe. It kind of depends. You know, Do you the, usually go to the Harvest or the Grill? The Grill. The grill. Usually yeah. the, grill. the Grill. Well, when there was that smell that just like came up through class. You were in Ellingford's oh, class yeah. right before lunch. You were. And that smell comes right up. And it's like, oh, it's so Orange Chicken potatoes. Day. And you're walking across that. The You're looking down and you're seeing mm. the line grow. And you're like, I got to get down there right now. You got to get down there right now. But I think part of that, it was also just super fun to then go and sit down. Even if you just like had lunch from home. Everyone was just sitting at the table. I remember the Clash of Clans days. Everyone oh. was playing Clash. I never played Clash of Clans, but you'd sit there. Oh, the days of, uh, what's that? Flappy Golf. Oh, or... Flappy Golf. <laughs> so, there was all sorts of games. There was always like the, uh, what was the zone in the middle? If any food landed in there, it was gone. That's what I was just about to say. If someone just throws something in the middle, it's just it's gone. Up for grabs. <laughs> yes. Carrots every day. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I so remember those days. I also remember the days of Canyon View, the cookies at Canyon View. Oh man, those were. If you bought a cookie, you were the most popular guy. Yeah. On campus. So basically, just school lunches, but also just all the times that we just got to hang out there yeah. for those couple of minutes between classes. I will say this about a Tiger Rock Cafe: people have knocked it for like having like cheap food. Uh-huh. But really, it is very high quality, and you can't beat the ambiance. No, you cannot. <laughs> with uh, Mr. What's-His-Bucket coming around with Mr. his... Mr. Clinton. Mr. Clinton coming around with his thing, yeah. harassing you if you left any garbage. Yeah. Yes. Respect. Yes. Discipline. Abstinence. That's right. <laughs> okay, uh, how about a favorite uh, uh, postmodern era uh, squad memory? Yeah, so we were kind of talking about this, Corinne and I, and one of the ones that we were thinking of is... All the squad weddings mm. that have occurred. Oh, they're great. Definitely. So at Nate Bell's wedding, when we played charades oh. on Corinne's phone. That was so fun. And played like the heads up game yeah. and everyone was going and they were taking pictures over there and we were just like freaking out. Mm-hmm. So much fun. And then I think one of my favorite like visions was at our wedding, right before the wedding reception, everyone was downstairs and it was the BYU game. Oh yeah. And there is no bigger fan of BYU football than my wife. Yes. She is a loud, very loud passionate fan. And so for her to have the uh, wedding reception on that day, it was almost surprising. But mm. it was super fun because we were all down there. And I have a picture of a lot of the people in squad with, like, my brother-in-laws were there. And then we're in the back and Corinne's in her dress. And I'm in, like, my suit <laughs> and everything. And we're all just, like, sitting there watching the football game. That's and awesome. they won that day. So definitely okay. all of the squad weddings have been memorable. And even just the receptions later that night. Dancing, having fun, good times, and it also is just a time to celebrate getting a new squad member. That's true. Uh, that was a great uh, memory, no joke. If you would send that picture, please, to the uh, group chat. Yeah, I will. And that would be wonderful. Um, yes, we do appreciate a good time at a squad wedding. <clears throat> All right, uh, final question, no joke. What is a time or uh, experience that you had when having friends was important or helpful to you? 
So there are definitely so many times that I can think of, especially throughout high school, having such a close knit friend group, mm-hmm. having things, having someone to that has your back. And I think everyone's supporting each other to go on missions now to get married, to do yeah. good things with their life. And I think that support yeah. group, but I don't think there's been any time where I felt more support than in this last year mm-hmm. uh, with everything that happened and uh, having Corinne at my side and having everyone to support her and support me and my family um, and the whole miracle of life and just to mm-hmm. be able to continue uh, with everyone and there, this year has definitely been full of miracles and it's just amazing to have friends who are basically family to back me up and back definitely. everyone up and so I'm definitely grateful for everyone who has helped in this past couple of months and I've been feeling a lot better so it's just amazing to know that there's always someone there and that we're never alone great love to hear it uh we also love your support and we love you guys and we're very grateful that you are alive and and uh frankly just rocking it right now so uh thanks uh for sharing that nojo and uh thanks for coming on the show thanks for having me on uh so for all of our listeners uh that was an amazing episode and uh, and uh we'll see you next week for another episode for another edition of squad zero until then stay safe